ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the MG Fitness Podcast. My name is Melissa. I am your host, the brains behind the outfit, your fat loss coach, your fitness bestie. And I do hope that you are well. I hope you're warm because it is certainly fresh out there, isn't it? First of all, I want to just say a massive, massive thank you to everybody Everybody that listens to my podcast anyway, but specifically last week's episode when I opened up a bit, got a bit personal, got a bit emotional at 1.2, talking about my surgery recovery, and I've had some wonderful conversations off the back of it, and just such a lovely response. So, thank you very much. On to today's topic, episode 29, by the way, 29, I'm really pleased with myself. I have done an episode a week for 29 weeks. How cool is that? That is some consistency. I'm giving myself a pat on the back. (laughs) Today's topic is based on an Instagram story that I did, not last week, the week before I think it was, when I was asking for people's struggles when it came to nutrition, because I know this is a big, big topic and can be a real barrier for a lot of people that have a fat loss goal. So, without further ado, I have three questions, topics to cover. The first being how to reduce snacking. I'm going to talk a little bit about that. The second being how to tackle portion sizes. And the third is I know what I should be eating, I'm just not eating it. So that'll be a little bit meatier. I'll be getting my teeth into that one, okay? So first question, how to reduce snacking. If you have a fat loss goal. Now I will preface this by saying that snacking on its own isn't the main problem, okay? But it can be a contributor to gaining excess body fat. Now there are a few ways that we can tackle this. So if you know that snacking is your downfall and you know that actually your main meals are probably sufficient but you just find yourself reaching for some snacks mid-afternoon or you just like to be eating something it might be habitual it might be in response to boredom or emotion or stress etc if you know you're a snacker and that snacking is potentially getting in the way of you achieving your fat loss goals this is what i'm going to suggest And these are suggestions based on things that I know work with my clients. So this is very much from experience and myself. I like a little snacky snack, I do. And I find that if I'm like today in my office at home, especially at home, because the fridge is just downstairs, (laughs) and I've done a couple of hours work and I'm just feeling a bit snackish, a little bit peckish. If I'm honest with myself, It's not because I'm hungry, it's just because I want something. Or I make myself a cup of tea and then I want something with that. I don't need it. So, if you're a bit like that, here's what I want you to do. So, in the first instance, you need to have a think about why it is you're snacking. Why it is you want a snack. So, if it is literally, I just fancy a snack, then that's when you sort of have to have a bit of a word with yourself. And you have to say, right, right now... Having these snacks today is not constructive to my goal, which is to reduce my calories a little bit in order to lose some body fat. By just reminding yourself of what the goal is, keeping your eyes on the prize, just having that moment to recognise that feeling and that goal can be really, really useful. 
If, on the other hand, you're snacking because you're hungry, and I mean genuinely hungry, hungry, then it could be that your main meals aren't satisfying you enough, in which case you need to look at having foods that are a bit more filling, but not necessarily as calorie dense. So lots of high fiber foods, fruits, vegetables, etc. Or you might want to introduce a little bit more protein into your day as well. So I don't mean going out and getting shakes and bars and all this sort of stuff. I just mean perhaps your meals aren't satisfying you enough. So let's say you've had lunch and then you get that sort of 3 p.m. lull where you want a little snacky snack. I'm talking about it because I live it. <laughs> That's my life. And then you know that you've got something for your evening meal. Now, if at lunchtime you would have something that was perhaps a bit more high protein, it's going to fill you up for a little bit longer and it's going to satisfy you a little bit more. So that could be, for example, whatever you're having for lunch. So I'm a fan of a bagel but I know if I was to just have cheese on my bagel I probably wouldn't be as full whereas if I have a low fat cream cheese and some ham or some chicken in it or even some sliced up boil boiled egg a bit of spinach something like that that will leave me feeling a lot more full because I've got a few protein sources to choose from if for example this time of year you might be having soup for your lunch or something if it is a veg-based soup, then consider adding some extra beans and legumes in there because that will help you get a bit more protein as well. Or it might be that time of the day where actually a protein shake is appropriate and that's gonna help you get through the day without snacking. So that is one option. The other way that you need to think about this is if, if you're just doing it because you fancy a snack, you need to have that word with yourself. If you are genuinely hungry, then by all means, you might need to look at your main meals a little bit. Or finally, and this is a common one, if it is boredom snacking, then address the boredom, not the actual snacking. So if you know that you get a little bit bored comes the afternoon or in the evening, after your evening meal, you're not that hungry, but you're just feeling a bit bored, you sat on your phone, scrolling, nothing's entertaining is happening because Melissa hasn't done a reel. <sighs> then you need to address the boredom. Find something to occupy your mind, find something to do. I know that's a lot easier said than done, but that is the fix for boredom snacking. So that's snacking, that's question one done. Ow, I just hit my hand. Anyway, portion sizes. This is something that I know a lot of people tend to struggle with. So in a nutshell, there's two ways to approach this. When you look at your main meals, good rule of thumb is half your plate should be vegetable based. A quarter of it is a protein source and a quarter of it is carbohydrates. So if we're thinking a traditional meal, say you've got, for example, chicken, veg, rice, half that plate should be a mixture of vegetables or just one vegetable if you're that way inclined. And then a quarter of it would be your portion of rice, which is probably a proper portion of rice. And then a quarter of that would be chicken or a plant-based alternative source. That is a really good rule of thumb. A second way of looking at this is not piling your plate high. Now, I'm going to use myself as an example again. Mashed potato. I love it. I do. I could eat it all day very happily. And I know that if I'm not careful, it's very easy for me to overeat it. So 
I will look at my plate and I'll say, right, I'm having sausage and mash. <laughs> so I've put my veg, got a couple of sausages, got the gravy ready, obviously. And then mash, instead of piling a big mountain of it, I'll do myself a normal spoonful, like a serving spoon, and then that'll be it. Because I think sometimes we look, we might look at our plate and say, oh, that's a decent amount of food, but you don't really realise how high you've piled it because I could Mount Everest a mash on my plate and happily eat it. So it's just being aware when you're dishing up that space upwards also counts, okay? And that's coming from a personal experience. So that's one way of looking at your plate and your meals and that is another way of just taking a second to be mindful when you are dishing up and of course the last thing when it comes to portioning is a little bit of trial and error it's absolutely fine to try and reduce something that you know you're likely to overeat and if actually you're really hungry still afterwards it might just be that you reduced it a little bit too much in which case the next time you try and find a happy medium you don't have to get it right first time bit of trial and error use the, that rule of thumb if you get really really stuck this is something that i work on quite a bit with my clients so drop me a message on instagram i'm Alyssa Groves pt i will happily help you with portion sizes now on to the biggie <laughs> i know what i should be eating i'm just not eating it now this got the most votes by a country mile on my instagram story so this is very important for me to help you through and it is something I know a lot of my clients would identify with because I work with people who have a fat loss goal, who have been dieting on and off for most of their life and now they're at a point where they, they still have a fat loss goal and it means an awful lot to them. They know what they should be doing but they're not doing it. So this falls very nicely into this category. So if you are in a position where you know what you're doing isn't supporting your goals, but you're just, you just keep doing it, then in the first instance, you need to get really uncomfortable. <laughs> you know what I'm gonna say if you've been here for a while, and you need to take a close look at your own habits. It's not nice, it doesn't feel good, it feels uncomfortable, but growth doesn't come from comfort zones, now does it? Oh, that sounded like an, an inspirational Instagram post. Ugh. Anyway, let's forget I said that, but also to pay attention to it. You are perfectly capable of making changes, but you won't be able to do that until you look at your current habits. So if, for example, you know that you should be eating more veg, whatever it is. We'll use that as a very simple example. And you also know that you can have veg in abundance because it's very low calorie and you get quite a high volume of food. But instead you're choosing not to have it or you're choosing alternatives. You need to sit down and go, right, why, why am I actually avoiding that? Why aren't I having more vegetables? Is it time? Is it preparation? Is it that you don't like certain ones and you're bored of the same ones? Is it lack of preparation? Is it the you also have to cook for other people in the house so you have to consider them as well. 
there will always be answers, but you have to look for them. So my advice is take one, one of your nutrition habits that you know isn't doing you any favours and assess that. Assess it, you don't have to sit down and write an essay about it, you can literally spend two or three minutes and go, right, this week, what can I do to help myself? I know I should be eating more vegetables, for example. I'm not doing it because of X and here's what I can do about it because it might you might find that the solution is much more simple than you think it is, okay? And I'm using veg as a very simple example. I know it's not that straightforward. But the other thing that you might be doing is, and this is probably the most common thing, is you start off the week really well. You're sort of nailing your nutrition. Everything is going well. And then you have a couple of days where it doesn't go so well. And then by the end of the week, you throw it all away because you think the week's ruined anyway. I'll just get some takeaways. I'll start again Monday. That's a cycle I don't want anybody to be in. Okay? <laughs> That's the cycle that we're throwing in the bin. Put it in the bin. And because you're stuck in this cycle, it does become hard because you think, right, I need to be nailing my nutrition every single day for this to work, when that is not the case. As long as, on average, over time, you are having more nutritionally dense days, let's say, or you're within a certain amount of calories, or if you have a calorie goal, or you just know that your habits are a little bit better, if the majority of the time that is the case, then that's fine. That is absolutely fine. If, for example, four, five days a week, things are all right, and then you have two days where it's not so great, that's fine. That's still the majority. We don't want perfect. And the more you keep putting that pressure on yourself to have perfect weeks, the more you're getting in your own way. That will not help you make progress. So when it comes to the nutrition habits you know you should be doing or you know you should be eating, then you need to take the pressure off and you need to say to yourself, it doesn't matter if I'm not nailing these habits all the time, as long as I'm nailing them some or even most of the time. So take that pressure away. Stop thinking in such black and white terms of being on or off and start thinking about the gray area in the middle because that's where the fun is to be had, okay? <laughs> so just to recap on that, Address your current habits one at a time. Don't try and do it all in one go. Don't try and do an overhaul. You'll get overwhelmed. It won't go well. I know this. I've done it. My clients have done it. I help them get out of that. And the second thing is stop being so black and white about things and embrace getting stuff right most of the time because that will help you make more progress. And it will help you get out of this cycle of starting again on Monday. So if you know what to eat and you're just not doing it, address your own behaviours. <laughs> it's not nice, it's not nice, but it is necessary. And then try and embrace the weird grey area because that is going to help a hell of a lot more. I hope that that has been wonderfully helpful. If you have any questions about nutrition, if you have any questions about fat loss, etc., then please do not hesitate to ask me at Melissa Grace PT on Instagram. I also have a website, melissagracept.com. If 
at any point you've got any questions about my coaching for example then all the information is on my website or if you would like to join me and get started in December I have a couple of spaces left and then I'm not taking on anyone else before the end of the year so drop me an inquiry we can chat about it no obligation or if you want to get started in January that is also okay two spaces in January have already gone two women are ready <laughs> they are on it so if you do want to join me in the new year then please drop me a message as well and we can have a chat I hope you have a wonderful day today and thank you very very much for listening I do have a teeny tiny favor to ask of you if you are enjoying the podcast then I will love you forever or send you a Christmas card if you could review or subscribe or anything like that on whatever platform you're listening on will be hugely hugely appreciated I also appreciate any kind of feedback or share it with your friends pop it on your Instagram stories anything like that I would love you forever thank you for listening I will speak to you next week <laughs>